As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, we don't really know much, but we do know something that the NHL is trying to return to the ice at some point this summer and finish this season as Gary Bettman makes his announcement live on NBCSN. And Joe Beninati, your initial thoughts as to the NHL's credit, they work diligently and quickly to be the first sport to announce they plan on coming back. What do you think? I'm going to do my best, Rob, to be an optimist. At the same time, I'm going to be a realist. But I want to be optimistic. And I want hockey fans and Capitals fans to be optimistic about what's ahead. We've been starving collectively as a country, as a, as a world, for professional sports, for sports of any kind to return and for us to enjoy them. So please be optimistic about this tournament. Let's pray that we can get it done safely. And don't give me any of this BS about a, an asterisk. It's the toughest tournament to win in sports. It just so happens that COVID-19 happened this year and it interrupted the 2019-20 season. But if the NHL can figure it out and the Players Association can figure it out, to do it safely and cooperatively, I think we should have all the enthusiasm for it. Absolutely. It might feel like a new season, but this is the finish of the old season. That's the optimist that is Joe B. On the other end of the spectrum, there's J.J. Regan. Hi, J.J. What's up, man? Your initial thought uh, when you first heard Beckman's announcement. So not too much news. I think most of this was pretty much well known at this point, or had at least been been speculated uh, at this point. So there's not too much news. I think it's just another step in the right direction towards returning. The league is definitely working towards returning. So all the talk that I've seen about, well, why don't they just cancel the season already? They're not going to do that unless they absolutely have to and they run out of time. They are full steam ahead. The Capitals get the first round by. It remains to be seen whether or not that's actually going to be an advantage or not. So we'll have to see that. And, oh, boy, good luck trying to figure out the draft lottery because, <laughs> wow, was that crazy. Yeah, luckily we don't have to worry about that covering the Caps. That's for other people to concern themselves with. I'm Rob Carlin, Capitals Talk podcast. An emergency podcast starts now. Stanley, and he is coming to Washington. 
let me assure you that the reason we are doing this is because our fans are telling us in overwhelming numbers that they want us to complete the season, if at all possible. And our players and our teams are clear that they want to play and bring the season to its rightful conclusion. Although we are anxious to get back on the ice, we will not do anything until we are assured by medical professionals and the relevant government authorities that it is safe and prudent to do so. What's up, Caps fans? It is time for an emergency podcast here with some news coming out of the NHL and the plan to return. So the draft lottery is totally convoluted <laughs> right there. Do not have a master's degree to figure You know out. what placeholder teams means. You know what that means. Come on. <laughs> I literally, my brain shut down. When he said this is going to be the confusing part, I was like, I'm out. I heard what I need to hear right now. But as far as the playoffs, so let's kind of jump into each part of this story, Joby, and we'll start with the fact that there's an announcement of the round-robin format for the top four teams, which the Caps are obviously in, with Philadelphia, Tampa, and Boston. I don't know that we know if it's going to be weighted to give Boston maybe some sort of a an advantage or if they're totally um, forgetting about the regular season and there is no advantage to the 70 or so games that Boston played to earn the number one seed, but they will play some sort of a round robin to determine seeding. And here's the thing. There's going to be a faction of people that say it's unfair to Boston or Tampa who had an insurmountable lead. Now they could be the third or fourth seed. But those same people would also say, well, it's unfair that these top four seeds won't play a meaningful game before having to play the winner of this qualifying round. All of this, I think, is the best case of this worst case scenario. So what did you make of just the round robin format that they've announced? So I've always wondered, among those top four teams in each respective conferences, what type of games those are going to be. Are they going to be willy-nilly, no-hitter, pond hockey-type games? And then as soon as I heard the commissioner say, well, seeding amongst the top four is dependent upon the round robin, well, you better be ready to play some really good hockey against some very good hockey teams right from the jump. Let me say this about the entire tournament. I am not a believer, personally. It's just my own opinion. I don't like the 24 teams. I understand that the league is trying to be as inclusive as possible during a very rough season. Obviously, the way things turned out, not being able to conclude an 82-game season, I realize that the Players Association, the owners, management, et cetera, they want to try to include as many markets as possible. And, oh, by the way, it just so happens that going to 24 gets a city like Montreal in, gets a city like Chicago in. I, I completely understand that. If it were me, I would, have, I would have rather had seen it be 20 teams, tops. I wouldn't have minded, actually, if you folded back and said, okay, you know, everybody's played 68 games. So come back and seed everybody from 68 games and play it as a 16-team tournament. Okay, I can't have my wish. The players have spoken. Tampa Bay, Carolina didn't really like or didn't like this 24-team uh, installment. But that's what they're going to do. They're going to swallow hard and go for it. What I really don't like is the hard and fast brackets of it all. I think brackets are for basketball. I think you should recede after each round. Boston deserves to get the lowest remaining seed regardless once we get into the games that are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Just my opinion. Well, they did, they did say, JJ, that there's a chance at reseeding. They haven't made a hard, fast rule yet on whether or not brackets are easy. You know, everyone could put a bracket up like, 
the NCAA tournament and say, here's our road to the final four. So it's easy and it's great for television. It's great for planning purposes, but with hub cities, I, I think reseeding becomes a lot easier. And I, I, I'm with Joe on that part for sure that, you know, I think Boston should get the quote unquote easiest path and then, you know, work your way down. JJ, I, I hope that's what they do. Uh, they, they didn't make any hard, fast announcement on that yet. Yeah, reseeding would be critical in this because just because of how many teams you've got, you've got one through 12. If the 12 team wins and you don't reseed, you could have a possibility of the fourth team playing the number 12 seed, whereas the, first, the top seed playing the eight. I mean, that, that's not fair. And look, I, I'm okay with 24 because I know – the idea of, okay, some of these teams were still in the race. I think 24 is a pretty wide net to cast, but I understand it. To me, my biggest concern looking at this is that you're going to have a Capitals team playing three round-robin games, and you're gonna, they're going to play a team that has been through a playoff series. Now, there's a definite advantage to the Capitals in playing games that are essentially exhibition games because teams like Pittsburgh, Montreal, they're going to have their first games. The first time they step on in the ice for a game is going to be in a do or die playoff situation. That is really hard to do. So in that sense, the Capitals get an advantage, but then in the next round, after they get that buy or that, that buy through the first round, what are the caps going to look like against a team that has been in a playoff series? Whereas the caps have played three, three exhibition games to determine seating. And, and what Joe said is critical. What are these games going to look like? Are these going to be hard-nosed games? Are these going to be purely exhibition games? Are these going to be just getting up to game speed? Because nothing gets – they're not going to be up at this, to the same speed and intensity as whoever they play in the next round. They're just not. But how, but how is that different than what the Caps have done almost every February, March, and April for the last decade when they haven't played meaningful games but for, what, two of those seasons – and I, I still think that once they step on the ice, I, I don't look, I don't think we're going to see any sort of, like we're not going to see a Hershey roster out on the ice for these games because they're important because they need to get their bodies going again. They need to get their minds going again. Again, it's like when I complain about the teachers with this e-learning, no one had a pandemic playbook. They're trying to figure out how to do this. Joe, I don't know that we can find something that's going to check every box to make every team feel this is fair for me. I, I think at my first glance through this, and we've all had a little bit of time because this has leaked out for a while, Joe, to me this seems like a pretty good way to go about it because you're getting those top teams some games that should count for something. I'm going to be fine with it. Um, we as media members are going to cover that tournament. I sure hope that NBC Sports Washington gets the chance to broadcast those. We'll learn more about how that's going to be done as time transpires here. I just think there's no way to satisfy everyone, but please, I, I hope that everybody can, can come to some agreement and say, this is for the betterment of the game. This is for the good of the, of the general community to give us something to latch on to, to give us something to hopefully be done well and be done safely, which is, I think, paramount for me. Uh, I, I root for these players to come through the entire tournament as far as they go in healthy ways, in ways where they can still interact with their families. Uh, I think it's going to be fascinating to see how the league is going to get all of this done, the proper testing protocols that are involved, 
we don't know yet which two cities are going to be the hub cities, but I think it was interesting that they're down to just two, it sounds like. They're not going to, they're, they're considering eight or nine, but they're going to settle on just two and hopefully do things right. And I could think of a number of different cities that would be probably best situated with respect to their practice rinks and hotels in the proximity. We can talk about all that, but first and foremost for me is please get this done well and get it done safely. Yeah, they didn't really get into the how, the safety. Yeah, there are a lot of hoops to jump through. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Guys, I've, I've talked to you about my conversation with Lars Eller from last week, but not in a public forum like this. And JJ, the thing that jumped out at me was, you know, he said, I have my second kid coming in August. I don't want to be away from my family for that. I don't want to have to take a two week quarantine if that's what's going to be. Um, so I don't know that they've, they certainly didn't announce it. And I'm sure they have a plan working towards that. We just don't know yet how they will deal with, you know, players that are going to want or need to get out of that quarantine for a certain amount of time. Now they've restricted, I think 50 members of the 50, team. 50. Total. To the hub sitters. Total. That's yeah. not a lot. Total. Total. Right. right. And they, they, they travel deep. So, JJ. They're going to travel, travel 30. You would think almost 30 on the roster because they'll, they'll expand it, I would assume. I yeah. would, would have to, yeah. So, there's still more to figure out here, JJ. We're, we're not done. But I will give them credit for this, too. The NFL had the draft. They had their time to shine with zero pressure. The NBA had the Jordan Last Dance documentary to fill the time. This is good for the NHL if this is going to be the number one sports story now for a couple of days. And I think that was important to them, too, and just working their way through the sports landscape right now, JJ. For sure. This is good for the NHL. This is the fun. These are the fun details of what's going to happen when they come back. Uh, and it's also proven to be much less messy than what we're seeing in the MLB, which we all expect. I think most people expect to be the first team, the first league to actually probably get back uh, to games. So it, it's a good look for the NHL. It's glad that, it's good that they got the plan out here. It's the fun part, but now they have to get to the important stuff and the, the health and safety aspects are of this are the important stuff. You mentioned Lars Eller. He's going to have a new kid, Nick Jensen, TJ Oshie and Nick Backstrom all have, newborns at home then there's a guy like Todd Reardon who I mean there's not going to be any opportunity for him to see his family once this starts I mean he's probably going to have to self-isolate himself through this entire thing so there's a lot of those details that still have to be figured out Um, I I think they're going to be able to get it done I think players want to play at this point I think everyone knows the what's at stake and that they have to get this done but those are the trickier details and so okay you've got this part You've got your headlines, and now you got a few weeks to figure things out because best-case scenario, the training camps begin in uh, mid to late July, and we're talking August games here. So you got some time to try to figure those out, but those are going to be the tough details to figure out through all of this. 
This is Mike Tirico introducing you to Sports Uncovered. When I lose the sense of motivation and the sense of to prove something as a basketball player, it's time for me to move away from the game of basketball. Quote unquote, I'm back. I'm back. The two-word facts from Michael Jordan announcing the most famous comeback in NBA history. That's the most impactful two words ever. Subscribe to Sports Uncovered right now to get the Michael Jordan episode automatically downloaded on May 28th. Joe, the hub cities in consideration now. Yep. Chicago, Columbus, okay. Dallas, Edmonton, Vegas, which is what everyone has seemed to be thinking is the front runner for at least one. Los Angeles, Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. Um, I know the rumors I'm were. That, I'm shocked that Edmonton is not in that list. No, they are. They are. Chicago, Ed- Edmonton's there. Okay. Yeah, Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton. Thank you. Vegas, L.A., Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, Toronto, Vancouver. I understand every single one of those cities. Columbus seemed like a bit of a surprise to me. But certainly I would think every one of those cities is big enough uh, with hotels to keep all the people and teams that would be there. You you mentioned before as far as facilities and ice rinks, are there are there – Look, if Vegas and, and Edmonton are the two that we've heard rumored, would those be your two favorites? I could see Columbus being a favorite. Really? I could see Edmonton being a favorite. Here's why. Here's why. The Columbus Blue Jackets, inside of Nationwide Arena, can walk out of their dressing room, walk 40 yards to a practice rink. The practice rink is in the facility, and they are surrounded by five or six hotels within a three-block walk of Nationwide. They're almost perfect. Edmonton, inside of that Rogers place, there is a five-star hotel connected to the rink. You don't, you don't leave the hotel. It's one of the best ice sheets in the league. The practice rink is right there. There are multiple ice sheets in Edmonton. It just seems like Vegas, I, I completely understand Vegas from the hotel standpoint. Obviously, there are numerous hotels uh, around T-Mobile, it would make sense. But someplace like Columbus and Edmonton, even more so with that second sheet, third sheet of ice, there's a couple of places that have numerous rinks within very, very close distances. You're going to have 12 teams there. Where are they going to be practicing? You need to have it. And, you, and you're trying to keep this incredible quarantine. You're trying to keep everybody in a bubble. To me, Edmonton's ice, the players would love that because at least during the normal time frame of a regular season, J.J., Everybody says Edmonton still. It used to be the old Northlands Coliseum was the greatest ice sheet bar none in the league. The new rink isn't bad either. They love to skate there. I don't know how it's going to be in the summertime, but I would expect it would be just fine for the players. And the hotel is right there, literally walking distance. Columbus, I keep going back to Columbus. Um, across from the Blue Jackets dressing room, there are one, two, three, There are four dressing rooms opposite each of the big NHL rooms. They have lots of places to put teams into quarantine. And that's what you're going to need. You're going to need a lot of ice surface for practice, uh, dressing room areas to keep everybody's gear hung up separately. And you're going to need a short walk, preferably, to hotels. Columbus and Edmonton, to me, are layups. Yeah, and from now, what I don't I've been know. hearing, is, this, is the state of Ohio open? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it depends. Where are we state to state? I don't know. Well, where are we country to country too? I think that Correct. complicates things too. Um, so, for, again, from what I've been hearing, 
from what I've been hearing, a lot of the reporting has been that the NHL wants to have one of these subsidies in Canada. They believe Canada is such a huge part of their market. They believe they that they want it is a priority for them to get them there. But it's just it, it's difficult doing this between two countries with all the hoops that you have to go through. And it's just another hurdle that they have to go through. Otherwise, Edmonton makes all the sense in the world, as Joby mentioned. I, I think uh, Edmonton and Vegas would be if if all if the NHL could pick their two cities that they would want, I think Edmonton and Vegas would be the two front runners. But Joe, you make a good case for Columbus there too. Guys, is the NBA going to Vegas? If so, now you don't I mean, how are we gonna do that? Well, well last, last I heard, they were going to Orlando. Okay. Well, oh, well, the Disney, Walt Disney World. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I didn't think you'd want two leagues in in one hub city. No. Just trying right. To, no. You know, this is going to be it's going to be amazing if they get this done. <laughs> I you know, golf clap all the way around. Absolutely. I mean, and and by the way, the other part of it is once you get there, once they announce this plan, if it were Vegas. Columbus is a little easier at keeping guys in line, oh. but could you imagine putting oh. a bunch of guys who have been, you know, pent up for months living with their families and spending time with their families that they haven't normally had to do. And now they're like, here's Vegas. You can <laughs> just don't inhale. <laughs> here's Vegas. Just don't inhale. Like it is, it is, you know, the, you're going to have to try and keep those guys in line. And those again, are the questions that come down the line. How this specifically relates to the Capitals, another side story to this is the announcement that, you know, as we all knew, the regular season is over. So Alex Ovechkin's run at a ninth 50-goal season. He finishes two away from joining a list that is Wayne Gretzky, Mike Bossy, the end. That's the list of <laughs> nine 50-goal seasons, and he finishes too shy. He assuredly would have tied that. Joe, that is – it's another Rocket Richard. That is a bummer for Caps fans. Oh, gosh, does it hurt. But I'm just curious, though, now, where do the goals that Alex scores in the round robin, the, the, the grip and grin games for playoff seating, <laughs> they're not playoff goals either. So can't, we can't lump them in? No? Shoot. That poor <laughs> son of a gun. Pitch it. I don't know. That'll get him closer to Gretzky. Right. Well, no, they're not going to count. They're not going to count anywhere. They're going to be superfluous, like a third nipple. (laughs) (laughs) I almost feel like that's the way we should end the podcast. (laughs) Superfluous goals. Hashtag third nipple. Third nipple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's one thing. The other, though, uh, Johnny Norris. John Carlson ends up, what, with a 10-point bump over the next closest defenseman? You would think, you would think, you would hope that maybe he, he just wrapped up that Norris at the end of that discussion, JJ. You would hope that that, that now will benefit him as Yossi was getting kind of, he wasn't as far away in that rearview mirror anymore. Yossi was playing very well. John Carlson's play had tapered off a bit. But given the season pause, when it's time to vote on these things, there's going to be a lot of reporters who are looking just at the numbers because either they because they don't remember what happened a few months ago, which is totally fair. I don't know what day of the week it is ever. But guys are going to be looking at these numbers to try to decide, and they're just going to see John Carlson with this uh, this huge lead in the points. And I think this will benefit him. And I 
I do believe he will win it. I think if the season had been allowed to play out, I think Roman Yossi would have caught him. But the way things ended up now, I think John Carlson would be the front runner. I thought his play the first half of the season, JJ, if the award was given out in January, it would have been John's in a landslide. I think his play was coming back down to the rink while Yossi's was taking off in the second half. I still think that Carlson will win the award in a very, very tight vote, though, Rob. I think it'll be closer than it would have been had it been in January, but I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that John has his first Norris. Yeah, me too. I, I, like I said, when it comes down to, oh, yeah, Carlson was great. The numbers are there. Season is over now. Let's give him his shine is what I'm hoping plays out for him. How do you think this break, does it benefit the Caps? I think a team with as many players 30 and above with as many high, hard miles that they've accumulated over these years of playoff runs, I think it should benefit a team like this. I think, you know, we had seen the signs in the last couple of weeks that perhaps these games were wearing on them and the bodies were starting to get a little tired. Joe, I'm hoping that this resembles more of the team that started the season when they were on pace to be one of the historically great teams that maybe because of the rest and the, and the minds and the bodies will come back fresher and they're still good enough that that shouldn't matter enough that they are a Stanley Cup contender. Rob, I, I wish I could handicap this for you. Anybody who says they think they can handicap this is lying. There is no <laughs> way to know. Think about what's going to be happening now when you consider phase two and phase three. Phase three is the training camp, and we're not talking about phase three until – the latter portion of July now, if I understand things correctly, which means we don't get into this more than likely until August. By that time, think about the teams that will have gone through some people looking like season-ending injuries. Colorado is going to be so much healthier. Pittsburgh is going to get Jake Gensel back. I mean, the teams are going to look so much different, and who knows how the Caps are going to come back. They've been notoriously slow starters in seasons. October and November hasn't necessarily been their friend per se, in recent years. They tend to pick it up November, December, January. But this is going to be similarly a four-month layoff, almost five. Nobody can handicap this. It's going to be really, really hard for goalies. I think, J.J., more than any position, goalies are going to have the toughest thing with respect to getting their timing back for stopping shots. These are wonderful athletes. I'm going to hope they kept themselves in condition. I think their skating muscles, the guys are going to get three weeks of camp to come back. That's going to be okay. But goalies finding their timing, it's going to be Hoove, Braden, and Elia to be at their best right away. And, and who knows where that's going to be. That's, that's the toughest thing for me to read league-wide. It will be the goaltending upon the return. Absolutely. Braden Holpe is a guy who likes to face as many shots as possible throughout the season and in practice. And he can't face anything right now. Nothing. Uh, so it, it'll be interesting to see how he comes back. You know, in terms of how the Caps will look, Joe, you're absolutely right. We don't know. This is unprecedented. We don't know how anyone's going to look. You'd like to think that a veteran-laden team will benefit from having this extra time off. But if that's true, that also describes the Boston Bruins. So, you know, this could benefit the team that was the best in the, comp in the conference and in the league throughout the season and a team that, you know, if the Caps had any advantage over Boston, it was that, would Boston wear itself out by going all the way to the Stanley Cup final last season? Well, that's out the window at this point. That's not a concern with how much time off they've had. So, yes, I think it would benefit a, someone like Alex Ovechkin, who's 34, 
or Nicholas Backstrom, who's 32, or Brayden Holpe, who's 30, and those miles are starting to show on him. TJ Oshie, who plays the game hard and is in his 30s. I, I think it would benefit them, but I also think it's going to benefit a Zidane Ochara, a Tuka Rask, a Patrice Bergeron. So I, that'll, be, that'll be interesting. Um, but I, we, we just don't know how these teams are going to look when they come back. It's going to be almost a completely different season. Watch out for Columbus. Columbus, as badly banged up as they were, they were still on the rise. Those two goalies who nobody knows their name were both playing great. And now Tortorella is going to get his full team with the work ethic that they have. Watch out for Columbus. Yeah, it's true. Although they, they lose the momentum, which is yeah. really a thing. Philadelphia you know? loses momentum. Philadelphia was playing great. I think yeah. Philadelphia was going to run past Pittsburgh and Washington for that Metro title. But who knows? Who knows yeah. what's going to happen when you, when you line them up again and say go? Which makes it fun and intriguing. It'll be fun. Every be team fun. is going to be shot out of a cannon. You yep. know, there, there's really no sense of, well, the last few weeks, the last two months, this is just going to be shot out of a cannon and it's going to be intriguing. Again, I give a lot of credit to the NHL. They, they have really worked hard to come up with this plan. The amount of plans that had to be put together and scrapped has to be unbelievable. Yeah, and now you have to pray that you can execute it. We oh, still aren't. We, the planning is great. You got to you got to hope that everything falls properly so that you can execute it. Absolutely, we'll see. And the good thing is, it seems like we're going to find out sooner rather than later. So, the NHL is making strides. They're going to be the big story in sports right now, as they are the first to come up with a plan, a working plan, to return to playing again, and that's very exciting. So. We will, as the news dictates, we will be back with more emergency podcasts as needed. But for Joe B and JJ, I'm Rob Carlin. We'll talk again soon. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.